Hello, everyone, and welcome to Roundup Live here on Inside Gaming. And hey, Baldur's Gate 3 is pretty great, right? Uh, at least maybe the first two-thirds of it. Yeah, it seems like players have had a lot more time with the game now, and they've come to realize that the actual final act of the game is just uh, not as polished as the first two. It's kind of riddled with bugs and all mm. sorts of other things. Uh, one of those things that, you know, once you sink about 60 hours into a game, it's like, oh yeah, this maybe isn't working as well as I wanted to. Over at IGN, they've collected a series of tweets and posts from Reddit of people complaining about all the final bits of the game. We've got everything from bug quests that just won't complete, to serious performance issues, to lack of story story for characters like Minthara. Is that a character, Blizz? Min I, if that is, I'd probably kill Minthara. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, that per that character dies very easily, but uh, yeah. <laughs> they all do, Jack. They all do. <laughs> <laughs> Larian recently released a patch for their title, but even with that, it seems like folks are still having all kinds of problems with it. It seems like Act 3 hits a bit harder for folks with less powerful machines as well. So if you've got a pretty beefy PC, if you've got a whole lot of machine, you know, a whole lot of, you know, machine, a lot, almost said lots of junk in the trunk, you may not notice the problems as much as others, but that still doesn't take into account things like thin storylines for some characters. They just weren't fleshed out nearly as much. Larian has come out and said they wouldn't work on expansion content until the base game was patched up properly. So maybe we're a bit further out for expansions than we were hoping. Like maybe it's they're going to spend more time working on that, which I guess is a good thing. Anyway, uh, Baldur's Gate 3 hits PS5 on September 6th and Xbox later this year. So we'll see how impacted those platforms are as well because consoles are a whole different beast from PC. So we'll see if the Act 3 issues coming to play when it uh, when those games come out. PS or the PlayStation one comes out next week. So that's going to be a lot of fun to take a look at. Uh, in a massive community update this week, Larian came out and let folks know they are working on improvements for performance as well as a new Carlock epilogue. You're welcome, BK. Yay! You love you love Carlock, right? I do. You love Carlock too, right, Blizz? Who is that? Oh, I think you murdered them. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, they're keeping an eye on it. And uh, regarding Act 3, Larian stated in their update, quote, we've seen your reports about Act 3, and we are frustrated. At, we are as frustrated as you are by bugs spoiling the experience. So we're dedicated to solving these quickly. And as you've noticed by our hotfix and patch rollout, we're getting pretty fast. Our approach is that whatever that whenever blockers pop up, we either release a hotfix if a patch is not imminent or include the fix as part of a patch if the patch Patch is imminent. With patch one, your experience should already be a lot better with most big issues solved by at least a workaround. So they know about the issues and are already hopefully working on it. And that's good to hear. Another quick note, some data miners actually uncovered some unreleased content is what they're calling it, specifically parts of Baldur's Gate, the actual city of Baldur's Gate. There's a whole upper city area, which I guess they found and it looked like it was done, but isn't in the actual game. Sven Vink the director of Baldur's Gate has come out and explained that this data mine content was actually removed from the game a long time ago with the, but with a massive title like this, you can't just really quickly remove content only a couple weeks before launch. Uh, his claim that his portion of the city had been removed for a long time and it was just still there in the code. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes you get these weird ghosts in the code and machine and whatnot. And, uh, I, I you know, I, I agree with him on this because sometimes you just, things change and it's easier to like leave it and not break anything else. Uh, but still it's, it sometimes hurts to see if you find that stuff uh anybody remember uh knights of the old republic 2 there was there was a whole like lots of lots of stuff that got cut from that, oh, that, I didn't that, know that. that, that data miners found so wow. anyway Baldur's gate 3 it's still very very popular out there we're still loving it and hopefully we're gonna get back into it soon but uh yeah it's still being worked on larian is keeping their eye on it and it makes sense because they have sold so many copies of this game so how's your Baldur's gate experience been
I've been loving it. I'm obsessed with it. I actually need to touch grass. (laughs) 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 It's easy to get lost in a fantasy world. Uh, And when I take my breaks, I actually end up playing a lot of multiplayer games in between. Nice. Uh, And one of the multiplayer games kind of leads into my story, Mm. which is probably one of the most toxic places on the internet. That's right. I'm talking about Call of Duty's multiplayer lobbies. (laughs) No, hell no. Uh, Yes. Hell yes. (laughs) Uh, Let's get into it, though. Actually, this is kind of good news. Um, Call of Duty is going to implement, actually, uh, their full rollout of their AI voice chat moderation uh, equipment that they have here. They've been beta testing it for a while, um, and it's kind of necessary. Over 1 million accounts have had voice and text restrictions enabled due to conduct violations. So if you haven't dabbled in COD lobbies online with the mic, uh, there's some numbers for you to let you know how (laughs) bad it is out there. Uh, Yeah, The beta version of Modulate's AI-powered ToxMod technology Per the game's blog, ToxMod will identify in real time and enforce against toxic speech, such as discriminatory language and hate speech. So pretty good. I know I've had a lot of my fair share of slurs online uh, towards me. So uh, increased online moderation is really well overdue for the franchise. So I'm all for doubling down with these types of like restrictions and processes that are in place, especially with all the kids playing Call of Duty nowadays. So uh, the bot is supposed to be able to uh, moderate in real time hate speech, discrimination, uh, harassment. Um, And this new development will bolster the ongoing kind of mod systems that were already in Call of Duty. Activision's actually been putting a lot behind trying to like fix that and add more things, especially with the growing younger audience. Um, And this filtering will happen across 14 different languages in game as well as usernames and chat. So if we see a lot of those... Names that you just kind of just don't want to see when you're, you know, playing as Nicki Minaj, throwing a bat for the one time, getting your winner, winner, chicken dinner. (laughs) Okay, Uh, so don't worry. However, uh, that kind of does mean that uh, Activision will now be hearing you talk shit. To seven-year-olds on the internet, so uh, be be careful out there, y'all. <laughs> I mean, the kids are going to learn regardless. Nah. You're you're not wrong. <laughs> I'm at least happy. This is a positive instance of AI technology being used here to kind of add to the experience and not yeah. replace jobs or things like that. So, really excited to see how this works and see if it is something beneficial to the gaming industry as a whole. Fingers crossed. Heck yeah. Yeah, uh, I definitely have a transition into my story, and this is what it is. <laughs> Um, so BK and Jack, I got a question for you. <laughs> Segways are hard. You could have, we could have come up with something for yeah. you before the stream, you know, it's, it's, we're all here. We literally all do this. That what that was my transition. Well, BK, Jack, I have a question for you. Okay. We're all Twitch streamers here, obviously, mm-hmm. but my question is, would you ever lock yourself in a pitch black closet for three days for a subathon? No. What? <laughs> <laughs> my answer is No. Mm. Well, I'm not going to do it either. Um, but before anyone uh, bitches at me, what I'm about to explain is technically a tipathon and not a subathon, but everyone kept saying subathon. So it's whatever. But uh, chat, one in chat if you would like to see Jack in a closet for three days. What? No, I didn't agree to this. Dude, I've done it for like 18 years. You're fine. Uh, well, Isidore, a Twitch streamer with a 36,000 following, became another streamer to take on this challenge. You probably noticed that I said another. So there was another previous streamer named Irby, who actually is a mod of Isidore, who took on the challenge, uh, but fell short and ended the subathon after 
less than two days. I'm glad you said it ended the subathon. You were about it sounded like you said he was going to end something else, and I was going to be very sad. <laughs> oh my god! Take a much darker turn. What do you think? Of, well, this will get dark. So, what was cool about this is that the streamer did a the full three days. If they did it, the reward was they win a car. Oh wow! So that was the the mod of Izzy. Uh, but Isidore wanted to try the same challenge, but instead of a prize. If he didn't do it, he would have to demolish his car. Uh, and that was the okay. agreement. Uh, so the the closet was pretty roomy. It utilized a night camera for like the stunt. He had like a whole like rest area in the corner too. It was a little, it was a bit roomy, but like the article kept saying it was so narrow. You haven't seen a narrow closet, trust me. <laughs> but like that was it, just sitting in the closet by mm. themselves. Yeah, it's just for three days. For three days. Okay. And well, chat's there. I could do that. I could sit in a closet for three days. You could not no do the next stimmy. part. Nope, you could not do the next part. Uh, so here's where I probably would tap out. There are certain methods that could torture him. His chat Ooh. had the, uh, the methods to torture him. So if you wanted to flashbang him, including sound, it would be for the very, very low price of 25 bits, which is about 25 cents on Twitch. When you say flashbang, are you talking like actual flashbang or flash just like bang. a light and a sound? Flashbang and then the ten, tinnitus, tinnitus sound. Okay. Yes, for 25 cents. Good God. There was also a leaf blower. He would also get hit with pong balls for $2. Um, there's annoying TTS, and then his girlfriend would throw eggs at him. In an interview with Dexter, or Dexter Toe, Dexter Toe, Izzy's partner mentioned that this wasn't his first time actually doing the challenge. He did. I looked it up. He did a previous challenge where he was in a closet. Uh, and I think every 25 bits was a balloon added into the closet. So it made like a very uh, claustrophobic time. He ended up getting like a thousand subs. He made like 5K in money before Twitch took the 50% cut <coughs> and uh, survived 21 hours. But gamers, I have an update for you because he did this on August 28th. He ended up tapping out at the 25 hour mark. He called it quits because he was crying, which I understand because being in the closet for so long is so traumatizing. Uh, but the environment he was in, it's very psychologically fucked. Oh, yeah. No, I, I, there was a, a game show I used to watch uh, called Solitary. Yes. And the whole idea was it was literally that you were in a room by yourself versus other people who are in rooms by themselves. And you would just compete against yourself and not know if everyone else had been like eliminated. One of the challenges was to get into a small box and be in there for as close to one hour as possible. One person stayed in it for five hours because you lose all sense of everything. Yep. Uh, that's kind of what was happening. Uh, anytime he would try to sleep, he would get flashbanged or leaf blower or ping pong balls thrown in him. Wow. So. His viewers were very understanding, though, and super concerned because they were basically watching him have a panic attack with zero opportunity to cope. <laughs> so, like, there were even chats in his comment, or there were comments in his chat uh, being like, hey, to his girlfriend, if she was reading this, hey, can you come in here and tell him it's okay to stop because he is currently having a panic attack and he needs to get out of here. But Flash anyways, uh, now he has to destroy his car. <laughs> but he did make a decent amount of money, so. And what, five grand? Is that what he ended up with? Do you know his final I total? Find, I couldn't find the final total, but Man. he made a lot of money that maybe it's okay that he destroyed his car. No, <laughs> no, don't. If you're, if you're, if you're a, a streamer watching this right now, don't do that. Don't. Don't do that. We this could do that. not smart. No. We could, do, you see the, do you see the flash bang, flash bang in the video? It's that. It I, is I, literally the flashing. Okay. And there's like one where he's like laying down on the ground and they just start flashing him. It's so, it's, I couldn't do this. 
I yeah, that's yeah. He's he. You would lose your mind doing that. I would cry. I mean, he did cry. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's horrifying, Liz. Thanks for bringing that to our attention. Yeah, you know, I try, try my best to find you the most traumatizing shit as possible. Beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> well, on a happier note, BK, what are we doing next? Oh, we've got some games coming to you soon, or perhaps they are new, released right now. Some games you could check out. So we're going to toss on over to Jack and Bliss to let y'all know what to expect or any games to keep on your radar. Absolutely. Sea of Stars is a turn-based RPG inspired by the classics. It tells the story of two children of the solstice who will combine the powers of the sun and moon to perform eclipse magic. Not ellipse, just eclipse magic. <laughs> the only force capable of fending off the monstrous creations of the evil alchemist known as the Fleshmancer. Uh, it is coming to the PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PS4, Xbox One, Switch, and PC on August 29th. That was two days ago. It is out now. <laughs> um, so under the waves, Stan, a professional diver in the North Sea, is struggling to overcome a life-changing loss during an extended mission underwater. Stuck in his self-imposed solitude... He starts experiencing strange events and will have to make the most significant choice of his life. What could it be? Under the Waves is going to be coming to PS5, Xbox Series X and S, PlayStation 4, and Xbox One, PC. And it came out actually two days ago. So That's right. Here's another one that came out already. Goodbye Volcano High is a cinematic narrative adventure about love, change, and the end of the world. Whoa. Guide Fang through their final year of high school as they try to make things right before time is up. It could, uh, goodbye, Volcano High. It's coming to the PS5, PS4, and PC already. Came out two days ago. Can Can you I read? I, I got. Usually, you used to say the name one more time. I'll we'll, we'll organize the first time we've done this. Can you read? Um, so Somerville. This is actually uh, one that's already been out, but it's coming to PlayStation and or sorry, PlayStation Five and PlayStation Four today. In the wake of a, in the wake read, of a catastrophe, <laughs> you must find the means to make your family whole again. Somerville is a sci-fi adventure grounded in the intimate repercussions of large-scale conflicts. Immerse yourself in a handcrafted narrative experience set across a vivid rural landscape. Navigate your way through the perilous terrains ahead of you to unravel the mysteries of Earth's visitors. And this is coming out on PlayStation 5 and PlayStation 4 today. 30, 30XX is coming out tomorrow for Switch. Apparently, it's been out already, but it's coming to Switch tomorrow. Jump, shoot, and slash your way through 30XX. Or is that 3020? Does anyone know? The roguelike action platformer you can play with a friend, like unlike all the other ones. Explore lush, ever-changing worlds that mix precise platforming with fevered combat. Destroy fearsome guardians, master unique powers, rediscover the thousand years we've lost. 30XX is coming to Switch tomorrow the the first of september tomorrow is the first <laughs> friday friday september 1st tomorrow if you're watching live right now also i was confused when you said 20 I it's coming like, on the switch i was like xx is what and that's roman numeral so there you I'm, go I'm look, there at, look at you <laughs> i used my whole degree for that one <laughs> uh trine five a clockwork conspiracy the Trine series is back with its biggest adventure in their fifth outing the hero of trine are pitted against dastardly and duplicitous villains Ooh. who will stop at nothing to seize control of the kingdom. The clock is ticking to save the world of Trine. It's coming to plot or to these platforms: PlayStation Five, Xbox Series X, PlayStation Four, Xbox One, Switch, and PC today, August thirty first. 
And that that is our coming soon. And that's coming soon. And that is Roundup Live for today for August 31st, 2023. Thank you very much, everyone. Make sure to check us out on Inside Gaming over on Twitch. We stream live Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays from 3 until 7 p.m. Central. Check us out over there. Come spread the love. You can watch us record this live and cheer along and have... You can say hi to YouTube at the top of the screen. That's what they love doing. <laughs> so that's going to be it. Thank you so much for watching, everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye. See ya.